want to be here most of the night. And that's why I need to let everybody know that this is the Enemy Slime Podcast. This is episode number 78. I am your usual host, Jared. I have with me Mr. Doug Wilson. I'm the reason that Witcher 3 looks bad. I have Mr. Michael Mahoney. You better believe it. And Mr. J. Joseph Jr. I'm still here. Still here, still going so strong. Before we jump into The Witcher 3, because I feel like it's probably the biggest thing this week, I do want to take some time and talk about two awesome studios and the uh, unfortunate events that happened to them uh, this week. Because I think it's... um, I think it's kind of an interesting story, and it's worth noting. Well, so let's start at the beginning. So Two Awesome Studios uh, started a Kickstarter for their game called Dimension Drive. And they have kind of a unique story behind the, the formation of their studio. I think they were... I think they're like key two members are uh, are actually space engineers. Like... like yeah. um and um, I, I need to make sure I get my facts straight here, but I believe they were both from the European Space Agency, uh, which is which is kind of like Europe's NASA, I guess you could say. Um, so two people with no accomplishments whatsoever. And so and so on their on their side uh, time, they decided to create this video game, which is kind of a top down shooter with a little twist where there's there's it's difficult to describe. But there's you know two sides of the screen basically that you can teleport back and forth between to have a big effect on the gameplay. And it takes you a little while to kind of wrap your head around the concept, but it's a it's a really unique game. It's pretty cool. They had some. Uh, some decent art assets created for it and a, a demo that was playable. Anyway, they took the whole thing, they collected it and bundled it all up, and they put it on Kickstarter. And uh, they had a pretty modest goal. I think they were only looking for like 30000 something like that. And they got all the way to like twenty six, I think, something like that. And it was the last day. It was looking pretty obvious that they probably weren't going to make it. And then at the last minute, someone swooped in and funded the entire remaining thousands of dollars, um, which, of course, brings them a lot of happiness. And then uh, shortly afterwards, Kickstarter revealed to them that it was actually a bogus uh, donation and that they didn't actually meet their goal. And so, I mean, just just kind of a little roller coaster of emotion for you, right? Like, oh, we're not going to get our Kickstarter. Oh, we did get the Kickstarter. Oh, no, we didn't. We didn't get the Kickstarter. Um, and it's worth mentioning that if it sounds like something, I mean, you sh- you should go check out the game and and definitely like, you know, attempt to donate for the sake of the game. But if you if you feel for them a little bit and you want to help them out, they did relaunch their Kickstarter as well, and so you can you can go check that out and. And maybe show them a little bit of love because I, I definitely feel for those guys. That sucks to have that happen to you. But, Pretty shitty thing yeah. to do. Yeah, it's a, it's whoever did it was a huge asshole. Yeah, you have to be uh, you have to be a pretty gigantic turd. Sorry, that that was yeah. me too. Oh, Sorry, guys. I think uh, well, knew what you did, Doug. That answers everything. Um, he, well, good going, Doug. That's pretty funny. They are uh, at their current campaign it looks like they asked for thirty four thousand. okay doug doug michael you do know we're trying to interview these guys right well yeah actually we will have <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that we will have something posted on the site maybe next week um just kind of talking about the game a little bit and i will offer them my sincere th- sympathies for what doug did <laughs> yeah. i mean we'll leave that part out um <laughs> 
their new campaign's doing pretty well. It looks like they're they're looking again for thirty four thousand, and they're already at nineteen thousand. They've got twenty eight days to go. So I mean, the it's actually this is this is complex because it's kind of a good thing that this happened to them. Because if he hadn't come along and been an asshole and trolled them, they wouldn't have gotten all the exposure and sympathy that they did get, and then they, their Kickstarter would have failed anyway because it wasn't going to make it, and then they'd have no money. But now they've got 28 days, and they're already over halfway to the point that they need to get to. They're almost certainly going to get funded this time, and uh, they may have had a lot harder time if they hadn't gotten that exposure from that bad thing happening to them. So really, we should all be thanking Doug. You're welcome. <laughs> for his asshole move. Um, but, but seriously, it does look like a pretty cool game. Uh, I think that it probably didn't deserve to get trolled, but I'm glad that something happened that will make them meet this goal, because I, I really do like their game. I think it looks really cool. Yeah. So... I guess that would be the the moral of the story. So again, that's called Dimension Drive. It's on Kickstarter right now. Go check it out and uh, and and see if it's your jam or not. And I think that's pretty much it for news. I don't feel like anything really happened this week. I don't know if you guys have any other side notes or anything like that. Um, Jaden Smith um. closed his Twitter, uh, and then he went to prom dressed as Batman. Of course, um, that's pretty yeah. good. I know that Michael did he, doesn't. Did he, did he actually go to prom just as Batman as well? Yeah. Did you guys not hear about that? So, is it the white Batman or the black Batman? No, it's white Batman. So he went to prom as white Batman. So wait, I've... did he have a prom date? Does he have a reputation as, as of dressing up like white Batman? Is that a thing yeah, that he, he does? He went to he went to the Kimye wedding as white Batman. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, he he did have a date. He has a picture of him in his Batman costume with his date who's dressed like a normal person. Um <laughs> she's she looks she looks very pretty and he looks like Batman. So I guess um, <laughs> I guess in a sense it's perfect. Um I felt like I had real news before you mentioned Jaden, but probably not. I do want to see Jaden Jaden prom. Let's see what he looks like. Oh look at his Miss Prom date is very pretty. I feel sorry for her. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that she didn't feel bad at all because she went to prom with a very famous person. And <laughs> a very famous person dresses another very famous person. It's one of those things where, like, I think for the most part, people don't give a shit if it's the worst very famous person. But but look, <laughs> look at this. He's this, like, these are very normal photo booth photos. But yeah, I mean, except for the part that he's Batman, everything's really normal. <laughs> it's a perfectly normal prom. It's a perfectly normal prom, and then he just happens to be Batman. They probably had a super normal part after prom, except he had to take off a Batman costume. You don't know that. He probably did not have to take off the Batman. I bet you. Actually, this is the kind of guy who makes you you leave the costume on. Yeah, leave the costume on. Don't take it off. I think they're underage, (laughs) so we should stop talking about that. Hey, that that never stopped the Smiths before. (laughs) <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. You haven't seen you haven't seen the stuff with Will, Willow Smith. All right, no, we're done. Thirteen years old we're and done. we're like a twenty-one year old dude. That's done, so. <laughs> all right, is this is this still a gaming podcast? <laughs> yeah, no. Let's do let's do. Talk oh, we only about, have one video to get done. We, we can we, talk about Game of Thrones. We do. We have one. We're definitely not doing that either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why? What was wrong with Game of Thrones this week? Yeah, I mean, no, it was great. I loved the. I, I, I thought I loved all was, of it. 
the, so the, the witcher scene, you say the scene the scene with the with that young woman was very intense i'm talking of course talking about marcella baratheon was that intense guys you i mean very intense i felt i felt intensified for sure i killed a griffin <laughs> All right. So, I, did you did you do it? Have you done it? I, I did kill a griffin. Yes. Okay. Let's back up a little bit then. So, in shit, I don't know. When did the first Witcher come out? Does anybody actually know? Has anybody? Am I the only one who's played the first Witcher? I've played it, but I have not beaten it. Why did you not beat it? Out of curiosity. Uh, it's a long game. It it is. It's like two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. So it's been around for a while. Um, I actually, I, I remember when it came out and I deliberately didn't buy it because my thought was it looked like, and, and just basing off like the box, I knew nothing about the game. Um, I heard a few people talking about it. That was it. But to me, I had just assumed it was like some kind of top down isometric, like dungeon crawler, like, like Diablo or something like that. And of course now I know it's nothing like that. So shame on me for being so dumb. I don't know. Um, I, I do remember seeing it in stores and thinking like, well, that doesn't look very fun. Right, right. It just it had a it had this bad box with like this plain red cover. I don't know. It just it didn't look good. It wasn't well, even just looking like at, you know, a picture of Gerald's back. Like it doesn't look like anybody's having a good time. <laughs> so um, I did finally play it like years later uh, after The Witcher 2 came out because that was that was a very well-loved game, right? Like, everybody pretty much adored The Witcher 2. And so, before I played it, I decided, well, I should go back and play The Witcher 1. And so, I, I got a copy of it and played through it. And, I mean, it's wildly different than 2. Like, there there's a huge loop, uh, loop, a huge leap from the first game to the second game. Um, but it, it kind of contains itself a little bit. And, and now I feel like the third is much less of a gigantic leap. Um, from the second but just so we have the the history here so doug you played the first witcher you didn't beat it did you did you beat the witcher 2 i did not okay and michael what about you i know you were playing the second witcher yeah i didn't i have never played the first one at the behest of a co-worker i actually started the witcher 2 uh like a couple of months ago mm-hmm. um what do you what do you what the feelings does it make you feel you know, there have definitely been a lot of parts in that game where I kind of said, like, man, fuck this, I'm done. Um, what? It's. I, I think it's something that if I had played it at the time, I probably would have been enamored with it. But just, it, it has not aged very well. And since I didn't play it at the time, like, there's nothing nothing there for me to love already, so. Hmm. It, it's okay. I mean, it's got a lot of problems. It's really frustrating and annoying and kind of shitty at times. But I want, it's still I want to dwell on that for a second because I don't really have... I, I have, like, maybe one memory of The Witcher 2 where I was really annoyed by it. Um, and then other than that, like, so what, what kind of stuff gets to you about it? Well, probably the most frustrating thing is its shitty crafting system <laughs> where, like, I, I didn't craft anything for, like, the entire game. So I'm saving resources through the whole game. And I find a schematic for some armor. And I'm like, well, you know what? Fuck it. Let's make some armor. So I go and I use all my resources. And I come up with like, I'm, I'm still like a dozen resources short to make mm-hmm. this armor. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I'll go buy this stuff to make these resources. And I do that. And I'm finally like to the point where I have everything I need. And then I go to the, the craftsman. And I'm like, all right, build me this armor. He's like, you don't have enough money. You spend all your money on crafting shit to make the armor. Oh, yeah, I, 
Like, <laughs> so that <laughs> there are a lot of miss, a lot of moving pieces with the crafting system. Boy, there are a lot of pieces with a lot of the systems. Like like even alchemy in itself is is quite a bit of work. Yeah, alchemy also like there's there's fucking nothing. I feel like your inventory in general is really really cumbersome. Like almost anything that I have to open a menu for in that game is going to make me a little agitated at best. And so much of it is unnecessary. So like you get to the first, um, you get to one of the first NPCs in The Witcher Three who sells you stuff, Mm -hmm. and um, you you have done her a favor just a few minutes earlier, and so she's like, oh, drinks, food and drink on the house, and. And then you open up her her vendor section, and I don't think any of the food or drink was free, which was a little, <laughs> a tiny bit disingenuous. She meant the plain old water, and not <laughs> the good water that hails you, the shitty water. The, the, the water water's on the house. So you open it up, and she's got basically like four Gwent cards, which are the trading cards that are available in, in The Witcher 3. Oh, um, I already don't like it. And, um... And um, side note, I guess Gwent. Um, I think it's cool. I like a I like an RPG that has a card game in it. And yeah. my and my example is the best. I think everyone can agree that even if you didn't like Final Fantasy VIII, Triple Triad was pretty all right. Huh? Hell yeah, Triple Triad. No, all right. Well, nerds. I like Triple Triad. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> I like Triple Triad. That game's dope. Anyway. Um, she's got that, and then so this this is where I kind of see my problem with the Witcher's inventory. She's got maybe like forty items that you can purchase that are just all different kinds of food, and they all do the exact, are they all junk? They all do the exact same thing, which is you can press R and you'll eat one of them to gain the smallest, most unhelpful amount of stamina possible. Well, see, that's already an improvement over The Witcher 2, where you'd go to a merchant who'd be selling, like, nine types of pears, all of which do nothing. You can't even eat them. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that sort of stuff. There's there's just a lot of kind of garbage inventory. Stuff. Yeah, there's just a lot of stuff. Like, every time I loot something, it's just so overwhelming, because I, I go up and loot it, and then I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with all this shit? Like, does it still I have, have a problem where... system? Does it have what? Is your inventory limited by weight? Mm, yes it is is it i just uh, haven't i just haven't is. picked up enough garbage yet you will <laughs> and it's so tough because like like you said the crafting is unintuitive and so like you don't know no, the crafting is garbage you don't know what to hold on to and what not to hold on to have you crafted anything yet in the witcher 3 doug i have a, yes i've crafted a pretty fancy dancy sword oh did you i did oh okay okay so how about this um i did craft one thing before that armor I crafted a sword. I used up a bunch of stuff. And then you found a better sword later. Exactly. I stepped like one foot out of town. It was like, oh, here's the, the sword of Godimus. So, well, well, shit. I remember Thanks, the sword of Godimus. That's a good sword. Is that is that really a sword? Because I can no. see it. I don't, I don't think so. I can see that being a sword in this game. Um, did you... So I think that that's a, a realistic complaint. So the crafting system, the let's just say the, the cumbersome or unintuitive systems that are just inherent to the game. And, and it's worth noting that for some people, that's a huge draw. Like there are people who love the Witcher's crafting system. Um, Wait, so there's people who love the, like not just crafting systems, but the one in the Witcher? Yes. There, there are people that love the Nazis. So what? You're a casual, get, Michael. You're a casual. That's why well, you, the thing you're is, like, too casual to understand it. It's like a long enough game, but I feel like you, it's not long enough to ever craft anything in there. 
And like, I'm not even a big fan of crafting systems to begin uh, with. Like, I often feel it's kind of a, a tedious mechanic. Feels kind of like it's just hammered in there to extend length or just to say you have a crafting system. Mm-hmm. But there are better ones. Like, Skyrim has a good crafting system. That was fun. Well, I wouldn't exactly describe it as fun. It it became very rewarding to do a repetitive behavior over and over. It again. was it was fun when you could still do the dagger thing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The dagger thing is like, yeah. But then yeah, they, I think you could do that pretty late. I don't you they, you could they they didn't patch it out until hearth. Uh, what's it called? Hearth home. Hearthfire. Hearth, Hearthfire. I don't want to say Hearthstone. Yeah, it's not Hearthstone. Um, I think it's Hearthfire when when that came out, and I wanted to make sure that I had a wife and she was able to walk backwards wherever she wanted to go. <laughs> So I didn't want to not have it, but I was also really late to the game when it came to like, you know, I beat the game and then I was, I I saw like a picture online of someone in like full obsidian or dragon bone armor or something. And I was like, wow, that's sweet. I want that. And so I decided to look into what to do to get it. And by then all the good exploits had been patched out and it was just miserable. And so I I got like halfway through it. So I gotta tell you guys, I know I know this is a diversion of, of The Witcher, but since we're on the subject, I do want to talk about the most metal thing that ever happened to me in uh, Skyrim. And what is that? So I had I had the, I I legitimately crafted the dragon bone armor, right? I got all of it, um, and then I downloaded um, this kind of armor switching skin for all the armors. So my armor gets like super skimpy and it's basically just like a dragon spine and, and just the dragon bone in strategic places. Then I go ahead and I play Dragonborn, the DLC. I get to the, the end of Dragonborn um, where you fight in kind of like this, this old god plane, which is just an ancient library with bones everywhere. You fight a dragon priest named Marek. Um, and as you fight him, he kills dragons and he like, sucks up their bones, right? There's sucks up their souls and their bones kind of just rain from the sky. So here I am with my dragon bone armor and my dragon bone axe um, fighting this dragon priest and there are dragon bones raining from the sky, like this sick green and black sky. And I just sat there and I'm like, wow, this is like the most goddamn metal thing that's ever happened. It does sound like it could be a balsa goth cover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like, it was like awesome. I'm going to have to try and dig up the <laughs> screenshot. So while he finds a screenshot, what, what, so, all right, so crafting bullshit, what else bothers you about The Witcher 2 before we talk about The Witcher? Because let's list out all the things that bug you about The Witcher 2, and I can tell you if they're still there in The Witcher 3. So what else gets to you? Uh, so I actually, I actually played some of The Witcher 2, I think. Oh, you did? Uh-huh. What? what? I, I, I ended up doing some kind of weird prequel thing, like I think it was supposed to be bridge the gap between one and two i don't know if anyone else has played this and it might sound like i'm crazy but i know the I played siege it. of um what's that place called where you have to like storm a castle and i think so i think that's what happened it's been, it's been a while so my memory's a little foggy i know i got off a boat and it was like i wish i was trying oh, to get I the a, training um, oh the prologue or whatever the, oh, they, is that what it was they, they, they added prologue? so originally originally the game um so this is something the cd project red has done with the last two games and i don't know if they'll do it with witcher 3 but um they release the game and then a few months later they will release the enhanced edition where they go back and add content um, and usually that includes like a, a, a better tutorial or something like that. So that tutorial that you played, actually, if I could be talking out my ass here, but I'm fairly confident it is actually not in the original release of the game. Oh, OK. Um, 
but everybody was like, wow, this is awful. It needs a tutorial. And so they put in, <laughs> and so they put in a tutorial. Um, that's I don't like, think, I don't think having a tutorial makes it an enhanced edition. That's like, well, they did. It's more than that. Like they, they yeah, know, they, they do some pretty substantial like content upgrades to that game when they release the an enhanced editions. So, um, you know, but I felt like I even, I even spent a while in the tutorial. Like I was expecting it to be like, 15 minutes and yeah yeah it, it's it's actually probably pretty lengthy yeah and um i mean it's not really f- framed as a tutorial like like it is right. but yeah um and and the other kind of note about it is um they're always completely separate like that tutorial is completely separate from the main game it's never none of what transpires in it is ever brought up again like it's just it's just totally <laughs> it its matters. own thing so yeah, none okay. of it. None of it actually matters. But I'm curious to see what we'll get with The Witcher Three and whether or not it will also have an extended edition later on. Because for me, the series has really felt like uh, one where you're better waiting and seeing, um, and and maybe picking up the fixed version later on. But maybe this one won't have it. I don't know. But anyway, so we, I still so haven't. I still haven't gotten something it. that people would probably call me a pussy for, but. Uh... The game auto saves, uh-huh. but not very often. No, it doesn't, and and the that's that's the same in three. Oh, good. That's burned me a couple times. Yeah, because yeah. like it's it'll auto save just enough that I'll get comfortable thinking like my game is safe, and then like a dragon will attack me and kill me, and I have to like start back at like The Witcher One. Yeah, I think it only auto saves at like important story quest points. Yeah, pretty much. I think it's just when you finish like a main story. So like if you finish a side quest, I don't think the game saves at all. Yeah, um, and that kind of sucks balls. Yeah, it I feel like it could be a little more intuitive and I I feel like that's another thing where I wonder if it's just like technically more complex and they just don't want to do it. Like it doesn't feel like a better design choice. It just feels like something where they didn't want to put the effort into make a quality save system. You know what I mean? Yeah. So save system, crafting system, what else? Is that it? Um, Anything else is great? Combat. I, I like the combat for the most part, mm-hmm. but I think there's there gets to be a point where they don't... I don't know. I felt that the combat was more difficult than the game was ready to allow me to be good at. So like instead of like, you know fighting an enemy who has like you know moves and i need to use tactics they'll just throw a bunch of enemies at me right that's not fun it's more about and this is something that takes a little bit of figuring out it's less like kind of a dark souls thing where it's like learn this guy's pattern and and then attack him that way and more about like the witcher the witcher's combat and they do they do a poor job of relaying this i think in the second one um unless you do the tutorial then they do a pretty good job but the Witcher's combat is all about preparation and all about what you do before you get into the big fight. And so if there is a point where you get ambushed, you can be in a lot of trouble because maybe you haven't like taken your potions or, or crafted your potions that you need. Um, because that game is like all about enhancing yourself and buffing yourself as much as possible before you even get into the fight. And yeah, and that's, that's another thing is there, there are so many battles where I'm going to want to be buffed but I never know they're coming, so I've always got to die at mm-hmm. least once, just like get crushed to death and be like, "Okay, I'm gonna need." And then go b- and then go back because you forgot to save. I think I think that's a yeah, totally. Maybe that too. 
I think that's very much a fair criticism. Uh, I mean, I will game. say, like, it, under the right circumstances, like with the countering system, and it's, like, it's got enough complexity that it can be fun. It's just, you know, there are times where, like, it's not fun because there's no system for me to, like, do a good job here. It's just I have to have enough potions and just have the, the sharpest sword. I guess my two side notes there would be mm-hmm. it gets easier as you go. Um, yeah. So just like you, you become more attuned to just always having like a couple of potions in you, and uh, and you're just better. You become better at preparation uh, as you play. But then the other note is there are difficulties that are intended for someone who just wants to click through the combat and, and enjoy the story. So what I'm saying, Michael, is you're right. You're a giant wimp, and you should go back and pick the low difficulty and and just live like that well you know what fuck you yeah uh, that's fair um anything else or is that is that um, are those your witcher i know that you had a problem with the narrator and i have to say <laughs> i have to say that you have for whatever you don't like about the narrator you have been saved from some of the worst voice acting to ever grace a video game by not playing the witcher one because it is terrible <laughs> It is absolutely terrible. Even Geralt is awful. And and the act they didn't change the actor. They brought him back for the second one. But somehow, like in between The Witcher one and two, he 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 must have taken an acting class or something. <laughs> they're they're um, just like, hey, hey, buddy, take it seriously. Hey, can you come in again, Dave? Except for this game, do it not shitty. And he's oh. like, Oh, that's what you guys want. I mean, am I wrong, Doug? I-, I don't. I don't. I barely remember it, the Witcher one's voice acting, but I want to say I do remember it not being great. And I think you're it, not the only person I've heard levy that complaint either. I think a lot of it is because the developers Polish, uh, you know, based in Poland, and I think for their first game, they probably weren't able to afford like the best localization process. And so a lot of the people reading the dialogue, I'm pretty sure that English is not their native language because there's just like inflection on the wrong words and, um, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff. So you'll, you'll bust into a room and they'll be like, Witcher, I am glad you are here. And it's, it's, just, it's all stuff like that. And it's, it's really bad. Like, it's very, very bad. And most of it is fixed in The Witcher 2. And it seems like they've continued that trend in The Witcher 3. The The voice acting in Witcher 2 is a little hit or miss, but overall, yeah, I think it's done pretty well. 3 um, will obviously be the best of the bunch, because now they have more money and more power than than ever before. Um, everyone's voiced by, what the oh, fuck, I got Nolan North. But I, yeah, everyone's voiced by Nolan North, finally. Women, but, men, transsexuals. I definitely did notice that 2 had more... Um, it, it it was better, but it still had its moments. Yeah, I, I don't remember the narrator because the narrator's dandelion, right? Yes, <laughs> and he's just kind of awful in general. Well, like he's yeah he's he's not a good character. He feels almost like he's the the comic. He's almost like Jar Jar Binks <laughs> because he sounds stupid. He looks stupid. Witcher, Misa need help. The thing, the thing is, is that here's the thing about Jar Jar Binks is he fits in with a bad movie. I feel like Dan, right. I feel like Dandelion sticks out more as really not belonging there. Well, he's like this super lame joke that I'm not sure who's supposed to laugh at. 
Yeah, I I think that's a he's pretty he's even worse than the first one. And I don't remember I think he had a voice actor change. I could be wrong. Um, I mean for the most part he's an inconsequential character. It's just like the first the first time he's introduced or he's not introduced, but the first time I hear his voice, like I've just escaped this dungeon, like they're they're torturing people and like chopping hands off and we escape the dungeon and then it's like, Hey, how would you like to hear about the story of the Witcher? My buddy Geralt. <laughs> um, you have a you have a third friend. There's yes. there's dandelion and then there's like a dwarf. If I Zoltan, remember, yeah, Zoltan Chivay or Chivy. Zoltan Chivy, Chivy, Chiv, Zoltan Chivy, Zoltan Chevy Chase, something Zoltan. like that. Um, do you like him? He's a bit heavy-handed, like Dungeons and Dragons, like dwarf <laughs> character. Like if if you had a friend who just wanted to like drink while you play Dungeons and Dragons, he'd probably play that guy. But at least he's fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like uh, I like a good dwarf as much as the next man. Um, I'll leave you one last complaint, which isn't even necessarily a complaint, but the game. So Jared, you explained to me this is actually based off like a series of novels from Poland. And yes. So there's quite a bit of background. I can't understand what the fuck they're talking about like through half the game. Because they're, yeah. they're referencing like thousands of things, and it's like, oh, you know, it is Lortron it, of the North will be displeased. It is, it is I never built, hear about that guy again. It is built upon a very robust um, fantasy lore. Yes, and but at the same time, the game's narrative lives very much in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so the problem is, is that they want to talk about like the the great war that just happened between two kingdoms, and you've never heard of either of those kingdoms, <laughs> or or really know anything about them. And there's something that I like about that. Um, you know, I, I will say, if I had read the books, I bet that would be not, like just an endless supply of delight to you know hear something that I read about mentioned. Or, yeah, like a casual. Yeah, that's that's true too. I to was, make a nod to like my favorite book or something like that. I bet that would be really enjoyable had I read the books. I was going to make I, I a uh, I was going to make a comparison to Game of Thrones actually too because that's very much a, a both the show and the books uh very much a medium where there is this huge like unwritten history that um that has never appeared like like in the books it appears a lot more in just bits and pieces they talk about events that happened years earlier but the world feels very real because people are very like steeped in talking about its history and it's interesting to gather up as many bits of that history as you're able to even though you you never actually got like a book that told it all or anything official that that, that mentioned it at all and the witcher kind of has that element too where like you definitely feel like the world has a very like it's very thought out it's very full and 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 uh and it has this like rich history that you just don't know everybody else knows but you but you don't know and the one the one comment that i would make about that to say that it's kind of a negative thing is it makes Geralt look really dumb <laughs> because he has to be your window into it right and so because of that um What's he, that? Right. What's this? It is, it is, I don't know what you're talking about. It is Tell not at all. Trolls. Even like, even just a few minutes into The Witcher 3. Um, so the game starts out with you searching for the love of your life. And she's a character who's been name dropped in the past games. But I don't think she's ever made an appearance. At least not to my knowledge. Um, and you're searching for this character. And your very first like kind of 
part where you're given a little bit of freedom. Maybe maybe not, but the, the beginning of the quest is to walk around a tavern, basically, and ask if someone has seen her. <laughs> and um, you sit Tell down... Tell me a, about Yen. It, it, it's kind of like that. You, you sit down across from a guy, and you're like, have you seen... Uh, a woman who looks like this, and he's like, "Ah, yes, the witch of death, or something." And and of course, your your dialogue option is, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you're looking for her. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's a lot of that stuff where he he's like this, just know it all, knows everything about monsters, and and you know the super wise man who's been alive for a very very long time. And Maybe he just wants other people to feel smart. He already, he already knows the answer, but he doesn't want to like just pretend to be a know-it-all. So he's like, "I'll just play dumb, so these people feel good." Maybe oh, that's a, that's a I good think, insight. I think I would enjoy The Witcher a lot more if I went through it with that mindset. <laughs> just like, man, Geralt sure is a nice guy. He wants other people to feel comfortable and at home with with uh, with. He the doesn't. He doesn't, like, he doesn't make the everyman feel stupid. Mm-hmm. All right, now now that I have bitched about the game, I will say, you know, I think The Witcher 2 actually is, like, pretty good. It's just, like I said, you know, since I didn't play it when it first came out, I don't have any sort of soft spot towards its failings, which some are a of, lot more apparent now that it's three or four years old now. Some of it you don't appreciate unless you know the, um, kind of the what's going on in the back end, too. So, like... I don't know how far you got in the game, but Act 1 is the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. But but Act 2 is completely different depending on a choice that you make. Right. And so you'll go through like an entirely different path. Um, eventually, they, they, they all converge in the same place. But um, how you get to that place is wildly different depending on what you do. And the game is really replayable <laughs> as a result. Um, I don't remember what the no. choice is. I, it's been so long. Whether you side with Roach or Yorveth. Isn't Roach your horse? No, Roach. No, Ro- Ro- <laughs> Roche. It's Ro- Vernon Roche. Vernon Roche, that's right. Roach is my horse. Roach is the horse, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it, shit. In The Witcher 3, you have a horse named Roach. So. Well, <laughs> so I'm actually at Chapter 3. Um, oh, okay, so you're, you're pretty close I, to the end of the I game. I think I'm actually almost like at the end. But I've just kind of given up because I, like, I don't know why I'm there. I don't know what I'm doing or what my goal is anymore. I'm just kind of like going from uh, from story point to story point, like meeting some new guy I don't know and having like a cryptic conversation of, with him about like the Knights of Nilfgaard. And I mean, there's there's so much and, there's so much like flavor stuff going on. But I mean, at the core, the Witcher 2 story is really, really simple. There's there's a I guy. Gotta kill, I got to kill the bald guy. Yeah. The bald guy goes around killing kings. I think at least I I don't like I, at this point if you told me that wasn't the story I'd be like oh all right my bad no that's that's it like you're gonna find the bald guy and it's one of those things I mean I don't want to ruin I won't ruin it for you but you're you're I, bet I kill him you're gonna find him and uh and you're gonna you don't have to um, not everything was what I thought it was <laughs> you're going to find him no it's not even like that you're gonna find oh. him and you're basically it's it's the Mass Effect three syndrome. Where you're going to find him and he's basically going to explain everything uh-huh. in- instead of... So, like, you're you're right to be a little mystified, I guess. Because <laughs> as soon as you track him down, he's going to be like, Oh, aha, you thought I was here, but I was actually here the whole time. <laughs> and, you, and you thought those were berries, but they were actually grapes. 
them. It's just going to be that kind of thing. Um, no, our, like our, I said, I have a pretty endless like well of mean things to say about it, but I still like it. No, I I thought it was I thought it was a pretty good game, and I I it hasn't been that long since I played it, so I I don't know that it could have gone downhill that much, but it's got plenty of hot naked chicks. That's that's cool. No, The Witcher Three should deliver on that front as well. It's already got butts. It's already got a. There's already been a butt. Butt alert. Yeah. So let's talk about it then. Um, what are your thoughts so far, Doug? Uh, I like it. I mean, it's got some some points that are been annoying me, but I, I'm having fun. What are you? We've we've talked so much about what's bad about it. What are you enjoying about it? Uh, I don't know. Just lots of stuff to do and, and ride around, and I find these little points and I kill things and I have fun. I don't know. Hard to. <laughs> I don't have to tell you what I like. Very articulate. <laughs> I like me. I like the story so far. It seems interesting enough. I'm excited to fight the wild hunt guys. I'm assuming I will at some point. There's I a hope. there's a part where a crow is basically used like a bullet, and that's that pretty, was that was pretty sick. That's pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, did you pick up his head, by the way? No, I know you can. I probably could. Should well, better I'd go back and get it. Story. Whoops. You could still go back. You can go find it at any time. So. No, I will. I, I I think I other than picking up the the head, I'm pretty much exhausted everything I could possibly do in the prologue area. How seamless is the map? Because I'm not out of the prologue area yet, so I don't know. But at E3, they basically made it sound like there's not going to be any load times, and like if you see a place, you can go there. So, unfortunately, I don't know yet because really? I just like just before we started, I got I got finished with the prologue area, and now I have to go meet somebody, mm. and I'm I'm still in the process of meeting that person. Mm, okay, but you killed so, but you killed the Griffin, right? I did kill the Griffin. Nice. So th- that's how the game starts out. Is there's um, and and something I do like this. This is this is a weird element that I don't remember in The Witcher Two. Uh, maybe it was there, and I've just forgotten. So Witchers live by this code where. They kill monsters, but they're obligated to only do so for money. They don't do it for free. They are not allowed, like by the Witcher's code. It's just, it's just like, um, it's like a government regulation. You know, like you can't do it for free. And there is this system now where you can haggle with people. And I felt like the, I, I didn't know what the system was yet. And so you your first Witcher contract, you meet this guy and he's like, um, he's like, my daughter's sick and I can't get her. She needs water and I can't get her water from the well or, or from the uh, river because it's choked with dead bodies from the war that's happening. Um, and I can't get it from the well because there's a ghost there and the ghost won't let me get the water. And so the Witcher contract is for you to kill the ghost so he can go get water and his daughter won't die. Um, well, there's a button that you can click, and if you do, you'll haggle with him on the price. Um, and I basically felt like a real shithead. <laughs> because I'm only... It, didn't, it doesn't give you, like, a ton of wiggle room. So, like, he's going to pay you 20 gold or whatever. And the highest that you can haggle for on the price is 24 <laughs> so I'm not exactly making bank by by doing this to the guy. And then like I I said I said 24 and he's like I'm sure we could agree if you could come down a wee bit. And so I I went down to 22 and he's like it's a deal and didn't work very well. Um, then killed that ghost good. I had a I had a similar experience in real life where uh 
my wife wanted us to get a bench off of a off of a local classified ad. And when I called the lady to ask if she still had the bench, she, my wife's like, haggle with her. And so the bench was like, the bench was one ninety nine, and I'm I'm like, do you still have it? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, would you take less for it? And she's like, how much less? And I was like, one fifty. And she's like, nope. And so I was like, one sixty. She's like, nope. One one seventy. Nope. And I went all the way up to one eighty five. So the bench was originally one eighty five. The bench was one ninety nine. Oh, okay. Well. So you save yourself a cool ten bucks, boy. But I looked, um, I looked like an idiot the entire time. Yeah, next time ask me. I'm a pretty great haggler. Yeah, there's an art to haggling, Jared. So uh, is it because I was supposed to hang up on her? Be like, fine, yeah, I don't want it. Like, is the bench no, still available? No, yeah, she's like, yeah, like, like, oh, I just wanted to check. Goodbye. Yeah, you're supposed to act like you know I I don't want it that badly. I don't need this thing in my life, and you know then they start to get up. They're like, oh, I'm not going to get rid of this thing anyway. Maybe I should deal with them. Okay. You call her up and you ask her if the bench is still available. She says yes. And you're like, well, that makes sense because it's a crappy bench. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to work. Threaten her children's lives. <laughs> Don't call me back or I'll kill you. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, you know what? Try that. So an extra two gold for that 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 man's That's child. Fine. Huh? That's all. That's all fine. I mean, I gotta hand it to that soccer mom. She was she was stone cold. I couldn't break through her defenses in any way whatsoever. But yeah, I um, it did not it did not go as planned. And same, so it's basically it's exactly the same as negotiating with a man who wants you to kill a ghost. Like it's, the, <laughs> it's of course it's the same exact. Did you kill the ghost, Doug? I did. I actually one thing I did like about doing the ghost. I mean, I I realized it was mostly just going around and clicking on things by kind of like the like little investigation thing you did where you kind of explained you kind of got to explain like what happened to this, why the ghost is there. Yeah. And actually most of the Witcher contracts are like that. And, and a lot of the quests are too, where you'll go somewhere and sometimes it's really simple. Like there's a part where you're supposed to talk to a hunter and you get to his house and he's not there cause he's out hunting. And so you use your Witcher sense basically to follow his tracks. And like, as you, as you follow his tracks, you can stop and like examine stuff and be like, Oh, he broke this branch. So he must be over here. And, there's a part where you find an arsonist that way that's kind of interesting um, where you like follow him to the beach and you can see like, oh, here he tried to hide his tracks by walking through the water. And so you go through the water and see where he came out and you're like, oh, here he got attacked by this monster. And uh, then when you find him, you can verify like based on his wounds. Um, so there's a lot of that kind of stuff. And and you're right. It basically does just boil down to walking around and clicking stuff. It's, I like it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's actually, you know, um, chapter two of The Witcher, do, or Witcher 2, does that a lot. Mm-hmm. And you're right, it's just like kind of walking around and pressing the, the pulse button. But it's actually like a pretty engaging way to get kind of the story of what's going on in the area around you. And while I think chapter two goes on too long, like I did have a lot of fun doing those kind of inconsequential side missions, which did tell part of the story. It does give Geralt a nice moment to appear competent as well <laughs> after all of his time not knowing what anything is <laughs> so i mean that's ghost. what's that that's pretty good a ghost that sounds bad <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be the opposite where he will definitely like explain something that really probably didn't need explanation like explaining a ghost for example sand is just minuscule rocks ground up over time yes 
And it's rough, not like skin, which is smooth. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. The, the How does the combat play out? Very much the same as two. So you have all the same signs. You have the same attacks. I, uh, can you think of anything substantial that changed, Doug? Um, you get a crossbow. I don't have that yet. Yeah, you, use it. you, can, you can use it on the griffin. I'm not quite sure how to use it, so I didn't. I know there are skills that slow down time while you aim with the crossbow, but because I don't have a crossbow, I didn't use those skills yet. Yeah, I mean, not a whole lot. I, yeah, I would say it's not. Should I? Should I have a crossbow? Was I supposed you, to? Have you'll found get that? it when you when you kill the griffin. Oh, okay. Vesemir, so, like, here's a crossbow. Oh, by the way, here's a crossbow. You probably didn't want that while you fought that flying thing. <laughs> no, you you get it before you fight it. Oh, okay, good. It just was, doesn't tell you how to use it. I was worried that he was a big asshole. <laughs> so in The Witcher 2, I found myself using the Kune sign a lot, the the one that can, like gives you temporary invulnerability. Mm-hmm. And there there are some situations where I think really you, you, can, you probably can't survive the game without using it. But because of the way the hotkeys work, like I always had to have that be like my only spell, mm-hmm. when there are a lot of times I really would have liked to use another spell. This very this very much works the same way where there are no like multiple hotkeys spells or anything right you just like I never I never used any of the like the throwing daggers or the bombs so why can't I just use another like why can't I do that instead I mean that's probably part of why you're having trouble in the game because you do have to get good at switching back and forth between those and taking as much you know use of of that kind of stuff as you can but I don't want to because the (laughs) It's a pain in the ass to even use the quickest the are you, quick menu. Are you playing with the controller or the keyboard? I'm playing with the controller because the game. I can't play the damn thing with a keyboard. I kind of feel the same way because um, I was going to say use a controller. That makes it easier. <laughs> it it does, but it's still got problems. Yeah, it's one of the times where I actually prefer it instead of using the mouse. Like it drives me nuts to hold mm-hmm. the tab and use the mouse to pick a different. Like it, it was clearly meant for an analog stick. Yeah, um, which is weird because so much of the rest of the game is not meant for an analog stick. So I don't, I don't know what the yeah. hell to do. Um, Sorry, I'm bitching you. No, no, no. You're. It, it's 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 still a problem. So if it's something that mm-hmm. bothered you before, it is something that's still going to bother you. Um, what? I'm sold on The Witcher. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have more to complain about. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not even. I didn't even touch on the part where I. So I, I talked I mean, about this a little bit in the chat. Um, oh, go ahead, Michael. I was going to say it is funny because we've been bitching, but like I'm still going to play this. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, I think one of the coolest things that they added and definitely the b- biggest like showstopper at E3 is when you fight human opponents now, um, you no longer just like hit them and they fall over. You cut them in half and basically just completely dismember them um, in combat. And it's very, very satisfying and fun to watch. And when you when you finish the last opponent, a lot of times Geralt will do like a little the camera will like get in really tight so you can watch him do it. And he'll he'll like, you know, cock his sword and swing it around like Popeye and then just boom, just lay him out. And um, I don't know if this has happened to you, Doug, but at least two times now I have like knocked the person's corpse into space. No, yeah, it happened to me a little earlier. I was like, I cut his head off, and the rest of his body just like flew off. The rest of his body just, oops, just shot off like a rocket. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. 
I don't think maybe it's a bug, but I like it. It's kind of like, um, (laughs) did you guys ever? We were talking about Skyrim. It's interesting. A lot of this game is comparable. Um, Did you guys ever get stepped on or kicked by a giant early on in Skyrim? Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. Of course. It's funny every time. And they and they fixed it. And I I'm doing air quotes around fixed it because yeah, it doesn't happen anymore. That wasn't intentional. It wasn't it wasn't intentional. You weren't supposed to fly super high in the sky. Apple uh, pie. Worst game of the year. Yeah. God. Yeah, it um it pretty much ruined Skyrim. I'm sure there's a mod to bring it back. I should hope so. So that when you die you can fly up in the air. But um <laughs> it's a lot like that, except now I'm killing the people and shooting them into the stratosphere. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> there's a lot of glitches in the game. If you go and look on like the Witcher subreddit, there's a ton of uh, different people posting about crashes and stuff that they've done to cause trouble. And I was I was saying in the chat, I, or actually in the preview article I did today, um, it feels like kind of a staple of the series that at some point the game will crash and force you to redo a half hour of play. <laughs> Because of its crazy save system, and maybe this is why it doesn't save very often, because I I guess I'd rather have it not save very often and it doesn't get corrupted instead of save all the time and then it corrupts the save accidentally or something like that. Um, It's a nice way of thinking of it. But I've already had at least one hard crash. Doug's on a console, so I would assume it's a lot easier to control that kind of stuff on a console. So I'm hoping that it has not crashed on you. Nope, it's, I've only had... Yeah, I'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, okay. So mine, um, I, I walked up to this uh, to this guard. There's a basically a cutscene that I got to where I walk up to him like, hey, it's me, Geralt, the Witcher. And the thing about being a Witcher is that nobody likes you. And so they're like, hey, oi, freak, don't come near me. And then right as I'm about to explain to them that I'm a nice Witcher, um, the the character freezes but continues to talk. <laughs> and then when it cuts back to the guards, the screen just goes totally black, but all the dialogue keeps playing. Um, and then the conversation ends because I was like, oh, I'll just sit through the cutscene, And then when it ends, I'll go back to my character. Nope. It just stayed a black screen forever. And uh, I actually I, have had something like that, but oh, really? it didn't it didn't completely crash my game. But sometimes when it switches to like cut cutscene mode, uh-huh. it it gets a little bit of a weird glitch, which is apparently something that is because of the patch. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently if you if you were to not patch the game, you don't get that problem. That's weird. You just get shittier frame rate. Oh, well, that's not good either. Um, the So anyway, it went totally black and I, I was like, well, uh, that's not good. And so I tried I tried alt tabbing out of it and my whole desktop was black, too. And then I couldn't get back into it because I can't see anything because everything is black. And so I actually, I I hit control delete, but that didn't do anything. Um, I wound up having to restart the entire computer just by holding down the power button. So not, not a very good crash. Um, so that actually reminds me of another complaint or question. Mm-hmm. So do you still meditate in the game? Yes. Does it still have you like, need to be at a certain time to do a mission? Um, and if so, is it one of those things where it demands that you like wait until like one hour before the next 
phase of the meditation cycle. I haven't encountered you that have yet. Standing around with your dick in your hands for like forty-five no, as, minutes. As long as you're not in combat, I've had no problem with meditating, no matter what. I think the only thing that um, the only thing that it still does is like some monsters only come out at night. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's still there, but I've never had it be like you can't start this mission until two o'clock. It it hasn't done anything like that to me yet. Some some of the NPCs have certain like patterns and like they'll only be in certain areas at certain times as well. It's like kind of like monsters because I had to wait for a merchant to pop up. Because you was know what I'm talking about, right? Where like it'd be like go see this guy at eleven o'clock. Yeah, yeah. And like my options are I can wait till like six p.m. or you, I can wait. Till you midnight. have to you have to set it to like ten, and yeah. then and then stand around until eleven o'clock hits. I haven't had that yet. I don't. I don't Good. think that'll. I don't think that'll happen. Meditation right, so seems to be a lot faster too. So if they learned one thing, yeah, meditation's pretty quick. Um, the only other glitch that I'll mention is my game already says that I've been playing for fifteen hours, <laughs> and I haven't. Um, I don't know if like it said that before the game had even been released <laughs> for fifteen hours. Um, I don't know if I'm just reading like the wrong time and that's it's supposed to be an indication of something else or something, but um, it appears to be my game time. That's what it says. And it is totally not right. Maybe you've been playing for 15 in-game days. I, I was thinking that, too. I don't know. It doesn't sound right either way, because I've meditated through at least a couple days because I am scared of night. So I only go out in the day because nighttime's scary. Actually, something I, I will say, I, I like the way the, the time changes and I, the weather and stuff like that. Sometimes it's sunny and like the first time, like first night I was playing, it was like kind of overcast and like windy and I just lo- it looked really good. Yeah, a lot of that, a lot of those effects look really good. Like it's a great looking game. Um, it seems a little poorly optimized. Like it, even on the PC, it doesn't run super smooth. Um, mine was uh, even right now at like my ideal settings. It's still a little janky. How how is it on the PlayStation? Um, I mean, other than the weird cutscene issues that I have, like cutscenes are the only time I ever noticed that it has it starts kind of chugging a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think I've had like one instance where it it happened, but it was like a split second. But I think it it runs pretty darn good. Runs pretty well. So I guess your pros are it runs nice. The story's interesting, interesting enough. Um, the world's pretty, pretty sweet. It seems like um, I don't know how varied it gets. I, I mean, frankly, Skyrim kind of all looks the same for a lot of it. And that was still a pretty great. Whoa, whoa, too. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, a lot up. of a lot of Skyrim Back looks up. the nope. same. Nope. I'm there's there's the there's the uh-uh. fall. There's the fall area. Mm-mm. You Mm-mm. is it you? Mm-mm. What's the what's the thieves town? What what are the, you talking about? The thieves town in Skyrim. There's a town. Oh, there that... Ripton. Yeah, that's the one. Why did I think you? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, yeah, you're wrong. So <laughs> I had to say to that. All right, fine. Either way, <laughs> um, there's certainly not a lot of variety in the area that I'm in currently. So I'm interested to see whether or not that continues on um, i have one other gripe is it the graphical downgrade no oh i don't care i mean i sure i bummed that it doesn't look quite as good and i i'll talk about that in a minute but um well the thing that bothers me is like Geralt seems to have a lot of inertia 
I get what you mean. He moves like, weird. If if I if I need to, to pick up a bag of coin that's right in front of me and I move forward, Geralt's like, "All right, let's start running." And I'm <laughs> half a mile away from that bag of coin, and I've got to turn around and just slowly nudge myself over there. But there's no slowly nudging. It's just like he jumps into action at the. It's very drop much. Of the hat. They, it, it's so weird. Like I said, because so much of this game feels like it's meant to be mapped to analog sticks. And a lot of it also feels like it's meant to be mapped to key presses. And Geralt's movement is totally like you're either moving or you're not. There's there's no like there's no push lightly to walk or anything like that. So it's very much like just a toggle, you know. And so for me, it feels normal when I push a W on the keyboard and he goes forward. That's that's what I expected him to do. But on a controller where you're used to kind of a little bit more variance, I think it throws you off a little bit. Um, having said that, when I went to go see the Nilfgaardian captain uh, the, early on, I overshot the steps that lead up to him, and it took me like 45 seconds to rearrange myself so I could walk up those steps. I actually have a, another complaint. <laughs> All <laughs> right, write it down and leave it in the box over there. Um. <laughs> As you're kind of traversing the the white white orchard area, if you fall into like where there's water and like you're in the river or something like that, it could take a long ass time before you can actually are able to get back up onto the mainland area. Oh, just like just like moving in water is very slow. You mean? No, no like if I'm on the beach and there's, there's like no path, there's no path for me to get up. I I try and jump up and like oh, grab a ledge. Yeah. I just can't do it, and I have to walk like like going back to Skyrim. Like if you ever fell off a mountain and you have to like go around the entire mountain to get back up it um super annoying at times you know what you know what game does that a lot i feel like to me is the assassin's creed series where you'll fall in like a canal and it's like great now i have to swim forever to find i I feel like it's something they cleaned up later on but in like ac2 and brotherhood i remember all the time like falling in a canal and being like ah fuck because now you have to swim forever before you can find steps to get out Okay, this this one is super nitpicky, but it's annoyed me a lot playing The Witcher 2. I hate how Geralt's hair is white. Well, I mean, yeah, but... Uh, so, you're, you're in a battle, and you kill an enemy, and they drop shit. But you can't pick it up, or, like, it's not even, like, an active item until, like, everybody's been killed. And some second trigger, like, decides that the battle is over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about so far? Yeah. So, you know, you'll you'll kill a bunch of enemies and you'll like walk around like waiting for the bags to activate so you can steal or you know get their shit. But, you know, sometimes that trigger isn't very fast, so it's like 10 seconds, 15 seconds, and then you can pick shit up. And it just it makes me very paranoid that I'm leaving stuff behind. So I, just, I have to wait around with my dick in my hands waiting, you know, for every battle to end. I think that's still in there, but it seems to ah. seems to activate on individual core. Not like everything; everything has to die before it'll activate. But it seems to be a lot faster. Mm. Like if I kill a monster, oh, I have to wait like a one or two seconds. By the way, to... Jay, that picture is very metal, but it looks like everything else in Skyrim. Oh wow! You are full of shit if you're saying that looks like everything else in Skyrim. <laughs> Yep, that's just where where was this taken? White Run? <laughs> yes, yes, Jared. This was taken in White Run. I really like the uh where's the mushroom place? I like that place. Uh I have, I have one more. Is the, that really the one, more, the one that can be our metal cover? 
Is that um, really it? Is it Zangermarsh? No, that's from World of Warcraft. <laughs> Zangermarsh from World of Warcraft. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't played. I haven't there we go. That's our, that's our metal cover right there. Oh, all right. All right. That's looking pretty good. You were very stylish. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a good looking armor. It's a good looking dragon bone armor. I think yeah. we need a dragon falling out of the sky. And then, yeah, we got it. I, I, I showed you one. Right, but it needs to be in in this picture. Oh, in that one, yeah. Yeah, right. we'll we'll, we'll Photoshop it in. Maybe she can be like holding a broadsword that's like got you know she's got some shredded strings on it. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, it looks like uh, it looks like the cover of Heavy Metal on VHS. I, I mean, I, I had a I had a like I had a when I was actually fighting in that battle, I had to take a seat back and I had to go. This is pretty metal. Um, I I sadly didn't have any metal music playing because I had no idea what I was in, I was in for. Because I thought I was just in White Run. <laughs> yeah, my point exactly. <laughs> By the way, I've never seen Heavy Metal. My mom wouldn't let me rent it for what I feel really? like are probably obvious reasons. Yeah, you weren't cool well, enough. My my parents actually bought me the Heavy Metal magazine. That's what I don't. That is what I she don't said. know that they actually knew what they were <laughs> buying me at the time. She said, son, I love you, but you're not cool enough to watch heavy metal. <laughs> and I said, darn it, mom. She said, but don't worry. We're going to get you Fern Gully and the, chick- <laughs> and the chicken. That's pretty hot, too. It's, it's exactly the same, actually. I mean, I don't even really know if there's a difference. So. <laughs> Original heavy metal was pretty sweet. Is, is, there, is there actual nudity in it? Yes. Yes. Like a lot of it? Probably mm. more than you could have handled at the time. Yeah, at the time. <laughs> at, at the time, I think it was pretty overwhelming to your young, unshaped mind. Huh. But it's all right. You're cool now. You'd be all right. All right. Well, as long as I'm cool now, maybe I'll give it a try. <laughs> Let's see how I enjoy it. Um, all right. So final thoughts on, on The Witcher 3. Doug, what, what, do, you, what do you think? It's fun. You should play it. I'd play it on console, though. You wouldn't know that we think it's fun and you should play it. <laughs> you really should. You, you should. It, it, like these are the, all the little like weird quirks and annoyances that I have. They don't take away from the enjoyment of the game. Like I want to play it right now. I do understand where you're coming from, though, in that it is difficult to quantify where the game's charm comes from. It is, however, much easier to point out the time that I hit a dead body into space. <laughs> like it's very, it's very easy to point at that and be like, "That's wrong." <laughs> but it's a little but you bit like that part. It, I, I, yeah, at the same time, like I totally like that part. So, and, and I don't know. I, I think maybe if I had to say, if I had to pick like one thing that I like about it, um, the side quests are very fleshed out. It's not like, um, they, like Dragon they, Age Inquisition. Right, exactly. Dragon Age Inquisition is a great example. So every side quest in The Witcher has like fully animated and voiced cutscenes, and they all tell their own little stories. And you really like understand who the characters are that you're trying to to do this job for and why you're doing it. And there's no like, bring me five beetles, you know. There's there's like none of that stuff. Um, and so it really goes a long way in making the world feel a lot more whole and a lot more fleshed out. If I had to compare it to anything, weirdly enough, I would actually compare it to Dying Light, which also has some of the best side quests that I've ever played um, in, in a game like this, because they're they're all just like 
every every bit as much attention is put into those as was into the main storyline. They don't just feel like they're there to pad the game out like they do in, say, Dragon Age, which is a great example of a game that has terrible side quests. The, but as a side note, didn't used to have terrible side quests. But Inquisition, uh, that's true. Inquisition is a great example of how not to do it, in my opinion. Did you did you complete Inquisition? No, I got to Skyhold and then I didn't go any further. I'll I'll finish it at some I, point. I didn't beat it either because I was like, God, God, I played this too damn long. I just I just got you to stopped s- at the wrong spot, but no, I still don't blame you. I mean, I got to Skyhold and they're like, now the real game starts, and I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> so, I, but yeah, I get what you mean. Um, I really didn't enjoy the mission that came before it, where you go like forward in time. And then back in time again. Oh, I didn't. I didn't yeah. like. I didn't like any of that. I don't know why. Something about it. Just when you mess around with time travel like that, it makes everything feel so much less important to me. <laughs> um. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, um, The Witcher Three is is actually it's it's good. I I swear to you. It's and they say cunt a lot. Yeah. Um. It's what games need point. cunt. It's not something I really think about anymore. Are there are there are there like twenty articles complaining about that, or are they all distracted by Sansa Stark? They haven't. They're probably going to complain about the boobies that are in the game. They haven't noticed yet, but I mean, this well, is... they'll, they'll complain about the boobies in conjunction with cunt. I guarantee you that. I mean, so far it seems like Yennefer. Like I, people have complained about The Witcher before, um, particularly with like Triss, who winds up kind of being helpless a lot of the time despite being a powerful wizard disc. Well, when they, when, they forget about, cares, when they forget about Sansa, they'll focus on the Witcher. Yeah, I think that uh, I, I think there's probably some ripe controversy for them to have there. So, I hope Let's that... Like, we're, we're Polish. Uh, we don't understand. Bye. We're Polish. Sorry, no English. Bye. Yeah, that's, that's how Polish Quit speak. being ashamed of your bodies. It's the Polish speak. Okay, I'm <laughs> sorry. Let me do it right. Hey... We don't speak the language. <laughs> Nico, big American titties. Let's go bowling. <laughs> Buy The Witcher Three on PlayStation, Xbox One, or PC now. And then you, and then you hear a beep because that was just their voicemail. They didn't beep. even answer your call. <laughs> okay, well it's enemy slime for you. <laughs> enemy slime. International relations. If you can do a better Polish voice, I want you to write to us at contact at enemyslime.com. If you're not already, go follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Why wouldn't you follow this? Please. <laughs> Please. And then when you're done with that, um, God, what else can you do? I don't know. Just go to our website and click everything a bunch of times to get us a bunch of traffic. Maybe do a Patreon. So we can afford better Polish voices. We do need or, to. or so that Jay can afford to buy The Witcher and he doesn't have to listen to people talk about it all we, the time. We do have to decide what to do with the $10 that arrived in our Patreon this month. Um, I mean, technically it's supposed to go to server hosting, but we could, we could maybe spend it on cigarettes. Clove. <laughs> spend it on cigarettes. cigarettes. Clove cigarettes, the most dangerous of all cigarettes. Okay, it's that's, a deal. that's pretty metal. I'm writing it down right now. Clove cigarettes. Oh, and a used VHS copy of Heavy Metal for me. Actually, you, that's probably why'd not. Why you buy an old, an old, um, 
uh, an Odom, God, what do they call it? The, the, the tape deck, the tape, the, the tape, a tape, buy a tape of Metallica. Oh, a cassette, a Metallica cassette. A cassette tape. Yeah. I, mean, I would do that because Metallica, Metallica doesn't want me lightning. to. You Otherwise, buy, I'd have to pirate it. You should it. buy the LaserDisc version of Heavy Metal. <laughs> I don't really think I want to buy a used any version of Heavy Metal the more I think about it. Yeah, well, I bought it a, today, I bought a, a used version of the pirate movie. Like the Pirates, Pirates, the movie? The, the Pirate movie. It was a movie that came out in 1982 that was an adaptation of the musical. Um, the Pirates of, of, of Pizza, or whatever it was called. Oh, the, Pen- Pir- Pinson- the, the Pirates of Penzance. Penzance, you know, where I, 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 am, a, I am a major general. You sing the, it, the very, the very model of a modern major general. There you go. That was the thing. That's yeah. Animal, did, mineral, did a, vegetable. They yeah. did a 1982... <laughs> A teen movie adaptation of that that I just purchased for like six bucks, um, and so we can use the Patreon to buy a second copy of that. I or mean, up at Treasure Island. Ooh, ooh, right? Yep. In now, fact, you folks listening, donate to the Patreon. You can tell us what to do with it. Yeah. In yeah. fact, I just built I just built a shelf of piracy, and I need shit to put on it, so we can spend the Patreon money on that. All right, cool. Well, so that should get us $10. Let's see, that's at least 300 copies of Cutthroat Island. <laughs> so they're, uh, paying, they're paying people to take copies, so they ought to actually give us more money. I think, you're, uh, I think your pirate shelf is going to be well-stocked in no time, my friend. Yeah, yeah, that, sound, that sounds right. It seems like things are going well. Cutthroat Island, I can watch Gina Davis make shitty one-liners all day. And that bald guy who gets his head cut off by a cannon. God, what a good movie. <laughs> or is that Waterworld? Or is there a difference? I don't know that there's a difference. Only one of them, they drink their own pee. Yeah, that's Waterworld. I mean, it makes it's, sense. It's 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 uh, Mad Max on water. I don't like Mad Max very much, but Mad Max on water is great. Yeah, I mean, um, that's when he's at his best. <laughs> hi, hi. All right, well, hey, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week for our glorious podcast. Um, and may you come back next week. We didn't even mention that Lucio's not here. Did I mention that Lucio's not here? <laughs> yeah, Lucio's not here. Lucio's not here, if you didn't notice. Um, he will be back next week to talk about some games. We actually have so, some some cool stuff on the horizon. He's going to talk about Torin. Um, by the time he gets back, Sunset will be out and not under embargo, so we can talk about that. I guess I'm reviewing that. <laughs> I assume the least South American of all of us. I'll cover it. I guess you are. It sounds like you're having a really good time with it. I'm. I have done such a good job of being <laughs> a maid. Um, so I. You were know. born for it. I was born for it. So I'll play some more of that, and I guess get a review out for that on Thursday. But all right. Well, thanks for listening, and I think with that we are out. <laughs> <laughs>